Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hosted. This is an opportunity for me to chat with hosts. Hosts that are usually behind the mic asking guest questions. I get to turn the tables on them a bit and find out what what makes them tick, what gets them excited, why they are podcasting, and what kinds of unexpected surprises they've they've experienced on their podcasting journey. So today I would like to welcome James Lee. He is the host of Datacast. He's a data journalist who follows the narrative journey of data practitioners and researchers to unpack, unpack their career lessons and, and find out things that they've learned along their journey. So welcome to the show, James. Thanks, Brandy. Uh, very excited to uh, be on the end, end, other end of the conversation. Yeah, this is a new thing for you, huh? Definitely, yeah. <laughs> So we we can we talked a little bit before I pressed record, and you are you're working your way to ninety published episodes to date, mm-hmm. and you've been doing this since twenty eighteen. That is correct. Yeah, and so why did you be why did you start the podcast? Why did you why did you start DataCast to begin with? Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. I I think around the year of twenty seventeen, I was. Uh, becoming very interested in in the world of, uh, of data science and i um you know took the time to you know just kind of dive in into it reading a lot of papers reading books taking a lot of online classes and um at the same time um i also start my listening to podcasts just because i i you know have have a lot of you know i, I try to you know complement my my work my, my learning with with some sort of a company audio and I, you know, just want to try out this, this new thing called podcasting for a while. And, um, yeah, I, 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 uh, I think I really enjoy sort of the, the audio medium and I feel like that is a very intimate way to extract knowledge, extract relevant knowledge. And, and, um, so sort of towards 2018, when I, you know, get, want to get deeper into the field of data science and then machine learning, I, just you know come up with this idea of like why don't i you know interview people just to kind of learn like how their career taking shape so that i can extract lesson from my own right so so i i can learn from where they've been and and then then you know as i navigate my career in the upcoming upcoming years i can take some of those lessons and, and apply that so yeah. In, and so yeah that's, that's why the podcast was was being born and um, uh, because I already been a podcast consumer, I, I, I already kind of like have a drop idea of what make a good conversation and what like, what make a good uh, interview, you know, what, what are the good question to ask for. And I think back, back then I was also uh, taking a brief um, fellowship program from Seth Godin, who is um, one of the um, very prolific content creators. And he got this summer program that teach how to make podcasts and I took like took that one and they went over all the sort of the logistic of like you know everything ranging from audio equipment audio programming how to edit uh, uh you know audio files to you know buying actual equipment to actually co- coming up with question to you know preparing distribution things like that so all of that was really helpful for me as I you know start Edicast and uh I think like the the first couple of episodes was definitely a learning experience and as I become longer and longer in my podcasting journey i uh, i become better at it and i enjoy it um and uh and, and for me like you know the podcast has been one of the best like 
mechanism for me to have interesting conversation with people and also learn a lot and improve myself uh, for my career. Yeah. Yeah, you are the second host that I've talked to that has participated in Seth Godin's course. He's like he's just a marketing guru. He's <laughs> he's great. I've read all of his books, so I would be. I, I'm sure that the course was fantastic and really laid a nice foundation for you as you entered the world of podcasting. And it, and it sounds like that your podcast was born out of general curiosity and this this um, drive to continue to learn and to learn from the folks who are actually doing it day in and day out. So you were immersing yourself in, in data science. So this was just another, another piece to that puzzle. Yeah, that, that exactly what you said. I think, um, you know, I, I think general curiosity for sure. Like I, I, I try to ask questions that, you know, I think the tagline of my conversation is like to unpack the narrative journeys, the career. So the narrative piece is pretty important. That basically means that, like, you know, why do people make some decision, go from one job to another? What's the mental models that they use to sort of navigate their, their, their career path? And I think, you know, for listeners, um, kind of listening to, like, the thought process that the guests you know, apply as a navigate that was very, very useful because they can, you know, as, as they choose the career, they, they can think about the same principles, right? Um, um, and I think like I, I um, you know, um, you know, try, try to find the guests with like very interesting background and because, and you know, as, as my career evolved, like my interest also evolved. So I try to kind of just, you know, if I find someone with, you know, fascinating uh, top leadership perspective or like, you know, move, moving from one industry to another, I definitely try to reach out and, and kind of touch across um, this different um, journey that they have. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and you're, you do talk to a ton of, of different leaders with varied backgrounds, but one common thread is data. Mm -hmm. And is there anything else that because you've interviewed so many folks, do you see any other commonalities amongst the guests that you have on are there um are there moments where you're like oh i'm i'm kind of i'm seeing a pattern here there's some shared interest is there is there anything that you've that you've seen throughout throughout the journey thus far yeah so i i uh sort of the profile of the guests that i interviewed thus far initially you're starting with scientist analyst uh, researcher because i was in grad school in my first two years then so that was kind of the, my main topic and now i'm in the industry i'm working then i talk more with like founders investors those kind of folks um i mean like to your point you know the commonalities just the the job you know had to do with um with, with data right so like the people who work in this space um and i, I think the commonalities here is most of them are very analytical very uh, rigorous in the thinking, making decision using fact-based insight uh, rather than you know, you know, uh, intuition, um, and it's, that means like you know, their decision decision makings are very well calibrated, you know, very um, based on um, evidence and and and, and reasoning, um, and uh, it, like so. When I ask question, I try to kind of I struck those those inside like like how did you like cultivate the sort of like you know rigorous decision making process when when you when you 
you know, dive deep into a new career or when they explore a new topic. Um, so yeah, I, I think you know that's a sort of the main commonalities between between the the thing that that uh, my 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 guess has. Um, um, yeah, and I, I guess like you know curiosity is also probably another another point that Brit mentioned because I, I try to find the guest with very sort of wide ranging profile and, and so like te- I think like people who are curious and open minded to new career path tend tend to you know have cut like cultivate that that ability to 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 you know study quickly acquire new knowledge and and um, you know move career path so that I think that's probably like another I guess like um, attribute that I observed recently. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, that's, it's really interesting to, to develop those patterns, especially when you're focused in on a particular industry. And, you know, as you evolve from when you were in grad school is when you first started the podcast, interviewing more data scientists. And now as you're in industry and you're in your, your circles are a little bit different interviewing folks who are founders, CEOs, VCs who are interested in investing in data-focused companies, do you have do you have a favorite type of guest that you enjoy having on these days? Yeah, I mean, that, that's a very great question. I think I, uh, you know, I, I definitely enjoy talking more with folks who... Um, have different lenses of looking at, you know, the same, uh, the same data space. Like, um, like some one, one of my most uh, recent guests uh, was a was an investor um, that is investing in the data tooling space. But like before that, she was working as a, a product manager, right? So and before that, she was working as a uh, as an engineer, so kind of like bringing her background from working as a as an operator now to 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 in investing is is it like I I was able to sort of extract like how she make the career jump by like dive deep into her past and then dive deep into her presence and then sort of connect the dots like what are the main principles that sort of like tie the thread between your career in engineering in, in product management in in uh, venture investing so yeah. I, I definitely to your to your question. I would I'd like to talk with people who have done it before. You know, like who have like different sort of like career position almost because I feel like those people have various like mental models of looking at the world. You know. Yeah, I've I've I agree with you because I think it's really interesting to have folks to talk to people that have done completely different things in their career. And not to say that those are what she did was entirely different, but where she's at today is very different from where she started. And to hear that career path and then find the connection between everything, because it's usually there. Even if you do, even if it feels like you've had five entirely different careers, there's usually something there that kind of connects that journey. And it's really, it's really cool to, to uncover that. Have you had moments like that on your show where maybe the guest didn't even fully realize that there was some connection there until they started to talk about their journey and you were like, do you see what's happening here? This is how you, this is how you are, how, why you've landed where you're at today. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the episodes that I'm about to release probably sometime like tomorrow, probably 
is like with a father who uh, building a company in in the um, monitoring space for 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 data and like no one really asked her a lot of questions about her previous background before and she 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 was working Amazon um, uh, machine learning platform team before and and then as I kind of dive into like her experience working there versus like the like her experience finding a company um, at the moment. Uh, I can see the sort of the commonalities of like in both scenarios, um, she have to deal with uh, sort of bureaucratic red tape of like how do you push adoption of a tool in in a bigger um, you know organization. Like when she was at Amazon, she had to you know work with various stakeholder to um, understand the pain point and and you know get the adoption of this tool for for these different teams and now work. Being, being a startup father, should have figure out how to like understand where the users of the tool can be and how they can um, trampen the product and then uh, go through the procurement process of like getting buy-in from, from their respective leaders and organizations so that the company can pay for, for this tool. So in most scenario, you know, um, she had to come up with this sort of mental model, but hey, what is the current biggest pain point that um, my potential buyers have and like how do I desire a solution that you know, like sort of go around that pinpoint and 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 why it's still satisfying my outcome. And you know, as I as I was was because I was editing the interview earlier today, like I I I as I take a look at the at the raw transcript, I mean she literally just said like, well, James, uh, I never thought of that before uh, before. Thanks for bringing that up and making that interesting anecdote. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool to have that aha moment that you get to catch on air. For somebody who's never really thought about that particular aspect of their career journey before. So that's really, that's really cool. Uh, what about your career journey? What, you know, you've mentioned that you uh, got into data science, mm-hmm. you've been in, in grad school, um, but yeah. what, where did it all begin? Yeah, for sure. I, um, yeah, so I, I started podcast like throughout this whole, my whole journey with a few as well, and which is super exciting because it's almost become my, my branding this day. Um, so I, I was finishing grad school and I've been working in the industry for about more than a year now. And I actually got the current job that I got because my, at the time, uh, the, the, the hiring manager was listening to my podcast and then he, you know, basically reached out to me via one of the Slack community that was a part of, and like literally like in the interview, we just kind of talk about my interest in, and like, because he, he already know a lot about me because like he listened to my podcast. So like the, the company that I'm working right now needs someone who can evangelize uh, and advocate for the product. And given the the network that I have uh, within the, the data space, it was very, very useful for them to, to tap into my, sort of my, um, yeah, like that, that my connections. Um, this day, I still having. This day, I I mainly use the podcast as a mechanism for me to uh, even facilitate my understanding of the space, and also even like being able to find partnership between some of the companies that with the CEO on, on be my guests on my podcast and with with my current company as well, which is like a very um, sort of nice way because if you think about it, like I you know if I interview like a father's an investor on my show then I already build that connection right uh, like one-on-one uh, relationship personal relationship that I have with them and in the future if like my company want to 
you know, do some sort of collaboration or partnership with, with these people, then it's much easier to, to facilitate the conversation because they already know me as a person, as a, you know, as, as someone who curious about their career. Um, so yeah, multiple instances like that, that happening. And, and I'm definitely grateful for, 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 for this podcasting journey, because otherwise I, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that's it's just give me like something different compared to a lot of the people who navigate uh, this 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 uh, career. Yeah. Yeah, and and it sounds like it has really fueled your career, which you mm-hmm. probably weren't anticipating when you started the podcast. Is that you? Your future employer would find you <laughs> through your mm-hmm. podcast, and then to be able to leverage the conversations that you've had and are having to serve your current role. That's pretty incredible. So does your your current company, I would assume, fully supports your uh, podcasting journey? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It actually, they, they actually need it, you know, they actually even use it as a way to like raise awareness about the company itself, which is, you know, it's really nice to be able to sort of like, sort of find the commonalities between my personal passion and and a company um you know uh, uh you know initiatives and find that you know almost alignment right between between those my personal goal and business goal as well um yeah that's that's very cool and actually uh, another point i want to quickly mention to to your boy how like the podcast has been filling my career this is more of a, a like a more meta point more so like for my personal development as well um since i doing podcasts uh, for a few years now, I, I felt like I did, have become a much better um, conversationalist in general. So I seen like, I, I was able to learn how to like ask good question. And this is like, obviously like so important, like generally speaking from not just in work, but also in general life, right? Like learn how to ask insightful question that can, you know, let the other person you know, share the stories. Uh, I've been able to become be an active listener. So I, I really have to like listen to exactly what they say and sort of, you know, recap some of the de- details. And I, I, I found that I even practice some of these uh, exercises like in my day-to-day conversation with my friends, my roommates, or, or you know, my, uh, my coworkers. And the outcome of like being a, a good uh, listeners and being a good like, question asker is that the quality of my day-to-day conversation in- increased significantly. Like everyone these days, I-, I-, I felt like I- I'm curious about everyone these days. Like not just like my, like obviously not just my guests, but also like like my new roommates or like my new coworker because I've been, I cultivate that, that sort of curiosity mindset, right? Um, that allows me to, you know, just, be, become interested in who who is this person you know what's their story what's their journey what are their um pain points what what are they working towards what's the motivation of, of their career like you know um yeah so i i, I feel like i've become a more well-rounded person in general thanks to the practice of like podcasting yeah yeah i think that that that's a really that's a really good point to bring up in this conversation because it is, it, it is an art and it, and it translates not only through your podcast, but also just in your daily life, being able to ask important questions, engaging questions, active listening and build upon what you're, what you're hearing from the person that you're speaking to. It's something that some people are, have a natural ability to 
to tap into that. But for a lot of us, it takes practice and, and podcasting is such a great practice to facilitate all conversations in every aspect of your life. And I would say too, James, that some of our clients who have gone on 20, 30 plus podcasts, they talk to us about how there's so many interesting outcomes from going on podcasts as a guest. And one of the things that we hear from a lot of our clients is the ability to tell their story or mm. their company story, which mm. is hard for some people. It's really challenging when somebody asks you, you know, what do you do? What does your company do? To say it in a way that's concise and relatable to somebody, mm. especially if it's a if it's a, a complicated concept that's not that most people perhaps wouldn't have any background in. So mm. being able to to tell your narrative, tell your story, I know that that's helped a lot of our clients, not only just in their lives, but to talk to potential VCs and, and, um, customers, just being able to, to really dial into what's connecting to listeners so that they're just better, they're better prepared to talk about what it is that they do. Absolutely. I think, uh, storytelling, that is very important, um, like element of that. I, I want to like improve myself as well, but, uh, yeah, to your point, you know, a lot of the guests have, amazing stories and they just need like a medium to tell the story and i think it's really up it's, it's really the responsibility of the of the host to be able to ask questions that allow the, the guest to tell the story in a most authentic and and like you know persuasive way so the, like I, I think it's very important for the host to like craft the question you know you know like in, in a way that, you know, it's specific and particular enough to be able to extract the relevant detail, but also like sort of like high level and, and general enough so that they, 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 the listeners can can learn the full picture of, of the guest. Um, yeah, so I, I think I, 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 most of the time I enjoy the stories that my guests tell. And I, I, I think I just listen to, to their stories also allows me to become a better storyteller myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's interesting because I think if you're not in the world of data, data science, mm. you assume that most data researchers, scientists, founders are, you know, pretty black and white, you know, numbers driven that maybe may not have those real colorful stories to share with listeners. But I know from my experience and our clients, I actually think that those folks who are in the data field have some of the best stories to share and to have some data points to back it up even. So do you feel the same way? Yeah, I think the interesting thing about the data was it's also kind of relatively new. I'd say, I'd say the, the, the field has matured quite a lot since 2015, 2016, or at the time when I was sort of new to the field. And honestly, like people converge that part into data science, uh, data analytics, machine learning from a variety of career paths. I mean, the majority is definitely still in sort of statistic, mathematics, computer science. But I like initially, I like in, in my, my first 20, 30 episodes, there were so many guests coming from the social science, you know, the, um, the humanities, even the arts, um, the, the, the life science, you know, I talk with other people who 
who study literature, who, you know, who study physics, who study quantum chemistry, and then eventually they made it, they went to data. And, and so like, yeah, I, I think listening to people tell the story, like what they was, and like during, during the brisk period, how they cultivate that passion for, for data and eventually that made them go to their current career path is, is always like a, something that I, that I uh, enjoy learning about. And I feel like for a lot of, you know, listeners, hopefully, um, who who want to you know get to data and who want to um, you know I guess like you know translate the skill set that they already have with their current you know degree or, or the current role into you know something that is like valuable for for the next role uh, then then they, they can like you know do that by listening to how my my guest has, has done it before yeah. uh, and you're a perfect example of this the way that you, the, the varied backgrounds, because your, your, um, your initial degree was in communications, correct? Yeah. So back in undergr- undergrad, I, I, I was a uh, double major in communication and computer science. And I, um, yeah, I, I, I think to, to the part, this is actually another, uh, relevant anecdote because, uh, I remember like, obviously I, my communication degree helped me improve in terms of both written and oral presentation. I mean, we read, read a lot of research paper. We did a lot of presentation. Um, and, and throughout those those years in undergrad, I think I cultivate that ability to, to communicate decently well. Um, going to grad school is, even though it's a very technical degree, but most of the time it's about technical communication, which is like, how can you write a research paper and explain my research to a uh, scholar, you know, to other fellow grad students, to professors, to my advisors, to you know, generally researchers. Um, and I, I was able to mar- marry, like married my, uh, my, my, you know, my communication skill set with my uh, analytical reasoning from, from my CS degree. Um, and, and yeah, and that was extremely useful for my, for my uh, academic journey. And they, this day, my job is, is that, that sort of perfect intersection between the engineering side and the business side. Um, I, I kind of served that gap between, you know, translating concept, technical content to potential buyers, potential clients, so they can make reasonable decision on how to buy our product. Same thing with the podcast. It's really about like, you know, be able to, you know, find relevant context and understand my audience enough so I can like, you know, ask question that is technically enough, sophisticated enough for them to consume, but also communicate in a way that, you know, like people who are not in the field data can, can still understand, like, you know, what, what are we talking about? So, yeah, I, I think your question was really um, relevant for, 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 for this context. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you get to, you get to kind of dance between both worlds. It's, it's a perfect position to be in and, and really invaluable to an organization to have somebody that can d- do the, the, data science piece, but then also communicate it effectively. So that's really, that's really cool, James. Mm-hmm. So just kind of going back to the podcast, you've been doing this long enough. I'm sure that there's been some mistakes that you've made along the way, some lessons learned. If you were to share a couple, up to three lessons yeah. learned along your podcasting journey what 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 might those be 
Yeah, for sure. I think that's so. My first like recording, I I this is like my first mistake. Mistake. I think I I forgot to um, I think turn on the recording device. <laughs> so like really we lost the whole the, the whole the whole conversation, which is unfortunate. But you know that's definitely like a lesson learned right away. I could just remember to press recording. That's that's so I never forgot that. That's for sure. Um, other lesson learned. I think yeah, um, the amount of preparation that goes into the convention is like a lot, and I, I over time as I put more invest as I invest more, you know, energy into making this a great podcast. I also invest more and more time in, in preparing for the conversation, and that really means like for every single guest, I I have a like an Evernote document where I like read everything on their LinkedIn, on their Twitter. I watch every single YouTube talks that they give. I listen to every single, every single conversation that they gave on the podcast, read all the you know, articles, blog posts that they have done. Because like, I, I, it really is like, I don't want my conversation to, to be something that they, um, I don't, I don't want my, my question to be something that I already, you know, answered before, you know, I, I, I want my, I, I, I want my guests to like, you know, kind of give uh, some of the new details or new information that they have not given before. So, so something new, right? So in order to do that, in order to ask those questions, I really have to like, did like comprehensive research. Um, I think in, initially I, I, I spent probably like, you know, four or five hours per, per episode, but like, as I invest more and more time this day, like what, like a great conversation can take me up to like, 10 to hours of just doing research before the commission started. And then, and then after that, like, you know, the, the, the interviews become much easier because I already know a lot about the guests and that makes the full conversation to be extremely um, natural, you know, I, because I know, like, I can know that perspective on certain things and I can tap and like double down on certain points that they, they, they want to talk about. And so understand the, the motivation, the reasoning of the guests is very important. Um, so that's that's my second point, and uh, yeah, the last part. This one is like something that I learned a bit more after a while, which is about distribution. So, so, so there's two phases when you're doing a podcast. There's post podcast, you know, production, right? Which is the research, the 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 um, the editing. Sorry, so the 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 research, the the interview, the recording itself, and then the second half of the podcast is the editing and the distribution of the episode to towards major platform. Um, and I've, I I I learned that distribution is as equally as important as as production because like even if you have an excellent conversation, conversation if it doesn't like release it uh, like distribute in the right way in the right manner, you know people might might not be able to find it right. And I. Uh, uh, like these days, like for every single post-production um, episode, I also write a very detailed uh, blog post recap, like all the details of the conversation in written format. So I have a separate like article for every episode with like key takeaways. Here are the highlights. This is what they talk about at the education. This is what they talk about, about the first job. This is what they talk about, like, you know, the current journey. Uh, this is what they talk about, about it, their favorite books and articles and things like that. Um, and I found that, you know, having that separate, you know, articles complementing the, the, the episode recording was really um, 
it's really useful for like the listeners to be able to, especially like my listeners who are like more technical and more reverse who want to like kind of follow up and like see exactly what they talk about in commission. They can like go to that article with the link right there and they can follow and, and take a look. And I, I felt like, you know, that's just been really useful for me to broad, broaden the reach of my podcast and, and also also useful for SEO, right? Like, you know, for, for marketing purpose as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think that is the final point, like put as as much effort in and distribution as when you, you know, do production. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all really great tips. So the, the first one being push record. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that was the very first episode. Um, and then the second one being the, the time that you take to invest in researching the, the guests before having them on for an interview. I can say that the, again, feedback we get from our Kitcaster clients is I go on these podcasts, I'm asked the same questions every single time. So giving the guests something different to mm -hmm. answer and also giving the listeners something different to listen to, which takes some time and care in preparing for that interview and having the right questions to ask to get them to open up about something that they haven't really talked about before, or maybe dive deeper into something that they gave a talk about three years ago, whatever it might be, it's, it's worth the time. And then the distribution is, is huge. And you've already done a lot of the work you've prepped for the interview. You conducted the interview and then getting it out into the world is is just as important. Otherwise, how will people find you? And all that work will be for nothing. So all um, three very great tips. Thanks so much, James. Um, I just have a fun, as we wrap up this, this conversation, I have a fun question for you. And mm -hmm. it is, if you were a kitchen utensil, <laughs> what would you be and why? Yeah, um, I would be, uh, I could be um, a, a glass, a glass that can hold different types of liquid. Um, why? Because especially, especially trans, transparent glass that, that people can see through, you know, as I felt like, you know, a glass can, you, you can hold water, it can hold coffee, it can hold you know, tea, it can house, um, you know, white or a beer. So it, it is, is capable of like, you know, containing different format of liquid, right? Uh, and it's also, you know, like people can see through what, what, <laughs> what, what uh, co container, what, what is the thing that is contained? Um, and for me, like, I, I felt like I want to be the person who can, you know, conduct different type of conversation with different profile, why still be able to communicate those ideas um, in, in a transparent and, and intelligent way that people can understand, even though for people who haven't listened to it before, you know, and yeah, I think that's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a random metaphor that I just, I just thought of, but I think that, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's, um, that's gotta be my kitchen utensil. I, I think that's fantastic. I have not heard that one before and I really love it. It, it Yeah, I mean, it, it makes so much sense just being a, a glass, a transparent glass that holds a lot of different, a lot of different substances, a lot of different content. 
and um, being able to do all of that, but still being clear and transparent. That's cool. That's awesome. Uh, James, thank you so much for being on Hosted today. You shared so much valuable insight, not only into your podcasting journey, but the guests that you have on your show, invaluable takeaways for the listeners to 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 keep in their back pocket when they're they're exploring their podcasting journey. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed this conversation and thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Brandy. Uh, it's my pleasure to share my story and uh, I hopefully, you know, people who listen to this conversation can have some good takeaways on how they, uh, you know, become a, a, a good podcaster. Yeah, I uh, highly encourage everyone listening to this episode to go to James's podcast. You can find it on all of the streaming platforms. His distribution is on point. Um, it's the Datacast podcast. And the intro music, I have to say, is some of my favorite. Uh, it's just so, it's like happy. And I don't know why, but I was like, this actually feels like data. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I actually get that uh, music from, uh, I think, yeah, back to the early part about when I took set code in class, you know, he actually have a module on, on intro and outro music. And they basically recommend a few like online resource places where you can download like free no roy- no royalty music and then I, I i did that and i try to find some of the ones that kind of mysterious <laughs> kind of kind of make the most sense for my vibe yeah i i found those two you know clips of audio uh, and yeah it's been using that ever since you did a good job because it it, it fits very nicely so Thank you for everyone tuning in to this conversation. If you are interested in being the guest on Hosted, feel free to reach out to me. I interview hosts. So if you have a podcast, would love to have a conversation with you. Follow us on all the social channels. And this podcast is brought to you by Kitcaster, the podcast booking agency. If you have a message to share to the world, podcasts are a great way to do that. Thanks everyone for tuning in and look forward to having you join us next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to Hosted, a podcast brought to you by Kitcaster, a podcast booking agency. If you want to find out more about Kitcaster, about Hosted, Find us on all of the relevant social channels and tune in to more episodes of Hosted. Take care.